0: Welcome to the Wisdom and Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Clues. Each week, I'll be leading a series of conversations with our team here at Carson Wealth, which are designed to equip our listeners with the helpful insights necessary to simplify the critical decision points of life. We believe that true wealth is the thing money cannot buy and death cannot take away. Furthermore, we also believe our calling is to enable others to fulfill their own.
1: And to that end, we endeavor.
0: Welcome to part four of my discussion with Sarah Dewey and Scott Schlaffman. In this last portion of our discussion, we explore what we wish clients reviewed more often and also how best to inform your heirs of their coming responsibility. Welcome back in. What are some things that you, uh, just as we've had this conversation that you, um, from the tax perspective, Scott, or from the, the estate perspective, Sarah, that you wish clients answered you know, or or that at least had in the back of their mind, if they don't have an answer today, what are some of those questions that you wish that clients would consider?
2: Well, I don't know about you, Josh, but a lot of times when you ask your client, who's the beneficiary of your IRA, you get the, uh, you know, um, (laughs) right. So it's pretty basic, get a copy of it and look at it. I mean, that's the, Thing that I think bothers me more than anything is that people don't know. Um, so, and and the advisor isn't asking. So, really, having a handle on who that is, because I've seen it unfortunately happen one too many times, where it's too late, where the client becomes incapacitated, hmm. beneficiary wasn't changed, and it was went to the estate, hundred percent payable to the estate, which from a tax perspective, is not a good outcome. And that's what they didn't want. So, you know, clients make sure you are asking your advisor to help you with your beneficiary designations, regardless of if your advisor is managing those assets, whether it's a life insurance policy, an annuity, whatever it is, you know, ask about those beneficiary designations because they can totally blow up your intentions in your estate plan.
0: Mm. Almost gives me a pit in my stomach, but... Um, this is scott from your perspective what are some of the things that you wish uh clients would ask from the outset um that just occur to you yeah i mean in fairness to clients i you know i do i do try to be sympathetic sometimes because you don't know what you don't know sometimes and that's True. always that's the trickiest part <laughs> about you know and i say that with all with all the respect you know we work with so many wonderful people, and people, so it can be very tricky, not only to, you know, what are we missing as accountants, but never be afraid to ask questions because if we can, if we can start like we keep talking about it, it's part of it's just controlling that outflow, so. And you're, you're making me think, um, you know, this past week I was reminded of, you know, do you have, have you forced your clients to come up with an investment philosophy? Um, and then in a family meeting with that client, help them share with those closest to them. Hey, this is not, not just what we believe, why we believe it, but this is where we're invested. This is why we're invested that way. Um, and here are the people that we trust you know, that help us, guide us through that process. Um, I think we, we as um, team members owe it to our clients to walk them through that process to the degree that they're willing Um, and able given their, their family situation to walk through that. And we may not have to share account totals or account balances, but maybe even just at a high level view of percentages, um, I think it's informative and I don't know about you, but if, if someone did that with me to a great degree, it's like, I care, I trust you, right? Um, you're cementing that, that relationship, um, to a greater degree. And what you're really telling them is I value what's around the Thanksgiving dinner table far more than what's in the bank account. Right. Um, and hopefully the two the two work in tandem. Um, but but you're absolutely right. And then the other piece, too, is um, I, I want clients, especially the the spouse um, or you know, party to the to the agreement that is less financially inclined. I want them to ask as many good questions as they possibly can, because often their perspective chases something out in the open that we hadn't considered from maybe not even a financial planning perspective, but from a tan- intangible perspective of their life situation. Um, you're like, well, I can't necessarily put a uh, a risk, you know, quant- I can't quantify the risk of that situation, but that's definitely something I'm glad we know now um, because we, we need to keep that in the back of our mind as we're making decisions from, from this perspective. So um, definitely a, a good perspective there. But Sarah, have you seen from, from the uh, trust side, um, are you seeing more and more willingness to have family conversations, even at a high level from a family meeting perspective?
2: Really depends on the person, um, you know, it kind of it's all over the board. I I feel like advisors are more apt to encourage the communication between you know family members. I, I think it's great. I, I see a lot of advisor talk about it, but whether it's really happening, whether um, <clears throat> the <clears throat> client is willing to do that is another question. I think with um, the pandemic and technology, it's actually made it easier to hold those family meetings because we don't have to do it in person necessarily. We're going to have a Zoom. So, you know, I think in, in that aspect, more people are likely to say, yeah, I think that makes sense. Josh, let's have a family meeting. Let's bring everybody on and let's just high level go over, you know, what's going on, what's going to happen if, you know, made more awareness to that. Because, again, we just know that we have today. Right. And we got to live it to the fullest. But after that, we don't know. And so um, I, I love the the idea of it happening and I hope it happens more and more. And and um, with fine advisors like you, you know, it, I'm sure it is. It's just hopefully people are more open minded to it, especially if they know you don't have to share numbers. And it's, it's so private. We can start that conversation. Okay.
1: Absolutely. Well,
0: oh. Thank you both for your time today. I really appreciate the conversation um, and your your willingness to just share your perspective and glean from your perspective. Um, You know, we want to continue to do this weekly um, and uh, do as many different topics as possible. Um, If there are ever topics that our listener base wants to bring up, I encourage you to, to write in, let us know about that and or there if there's something that comes up that you want to take a deep dive on let us know um but i'm very thankful for your time and uh look forward to continued conversation
2: my pleasure thank you so much for having me it was great being on with you scott yeah
0: thank you guys so much well that is all for today we appreciate your time and trust that you are better equipped to steward both your wealth and your financial resources If you have questions or suggestions for a future topic, please direct those to InfoHouston
1: at CarsonWealth.com. Thank you again for joining us today. May you and your family encounter truth, beauty, and goodness on the road ahead. The opinions voiced in the Wisdom and Wealth podcast of advisor and host are for general information purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, please consult an attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities and advisory services offered through Cetera Advisory Networks, LLC, a broker-dealer and a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services also offered through CWM, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Cetera Advisory Networks, LLC, is under separate ownership from the other named entity. Josh Clues is a non-producing registered representative of Sentara Advisor Networks, LLC. Our local address is 1780 Hughes Landing, Suite 570, Woodlands, Texas, 77380. Generally, a donor-advised fund is a separately identified fund or account that is maintained and operated by a Section 501c3 organization, which is called a sponsoring organization. Each account is composed contributions made by individual donors. Once the donor makes the contribution, the organization has legal control over it. However, the donor or the donor's representative retains advisory privileges with respect to the distribution of the funds and the investment of assets in the account. Donors take a tax deduction for all contributions at the time they're made, even though the money may not be dispersed to the charity until much later.